0: Hello and welcome into downtown Lillington, North Carolina. We are at the County Seat Sports Grill. This is Camel Call Live. We have a great show for you tonight talking about the third straight victory for your Campbell Fighting Camels couple of coaches from the offensive side will talk about the great things that they have been doing. Famika and I in Malik Hoskins will be our guests in the second half hour. But first, we are starting off with a very, very happy head coach, Campbell, head coach, former two-time national champion at Nebraska and Carolina Panther. Mike Minter joins me now. Coach, a dominant victory for the second straight, well, heck, make it third straight week. You end the homestand with a 41 to 10 victory over Robert Morris.
1: You know what, great effort, Chris, by everybody. Um, I I thought the offense did a great job of the start. We always talk three for five, and they was able to do that, um, score, you know, three touchdowns out of the first five drives. And and the defense um, gave up 10 points early in one trick play, and then um, they, they busted the coverage, and so they gave up 10 points early. And I thought Coach Adams did a great job of refocusing them guys and saying, okay, now let's start our four for four. And, and uh, did they not do that for the rest of the game? I thought that was really, really good uh, for those guys to uh, finish the game the way they did on the defensive side of the football. So great team win. Um, I thought special teams did their deal. Uh, we five for five extra points, two for two on field goals. And, Chris, you know how important that is uh, for us and, and to be able to have Mr. Dowden making those field goals is a very, very important thing for our football team.
0: Coach, uh, you mentioned some of it, but I'm going to go through the laundry list of, of accolades and that impressive win. You scored 34 unanswered points. Haj Malik threw for three scores. Your defense sacked. The Robert Morris quarterback, six different times. I guess the two different quarterbacks, six different times. Robert Morris, you mentioned it. So they ended up finishing with just 188 total yards. That's on the game. But on that one trick play, 64 yards were picked up. So midway through the first quarter on three and a half quarters, your defense gave up just 122 yards, an incredible performance by your squad. It, it really was.
1: Um, again, I thought Robert Morris did a great job of scheming up that, that 60 yard uh, um, touchdown pass, double pass that they had going on. Um, and it, our guys started to settle down and, and play great defense with their eyes. They started to play great technique. And from that point on, now, your ability can take over, and that's what happened with the defense for for the rest of that game and and so, I'm just proud of those guys being able to bounce back, respond the way they needed to to get back to center and um just a great effort by the defense and the defensive coaches and like you said thirty four un, un, um unanswered points i i mean that's 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 huge, and um we put the game away at that time. And we was able to get our threes and fours in in the second half, uh, which is really what we wanted to do as a football program is to start to get these guys some some um, ability to play when the game was still a game. So they started the third quarter and, and ended the, with the fourth quarter. So um, they played a the whole half, which was really good for us.
0: And that says something about your threes and your fours, still not giving up yards. Usually when teams put in the three and the fours, then things get out of there. But – Let's talk about because you've been telling him about me all year. I've seen him in scrimmages. I've seen him during the thing. You love the second-string quarterback on your team. You, you've loved uh, them for a long time. You love this one. Tell me about freshman Chad Masco who ended up throwing his first career TD pass. Well, every,
1: I thought everybody got a chance to see why I was so excited about Chad and what he brings to the table. The guy has an unbelievable touch and arm, his strength, uh, it it doesn't look like, Chris, it doesn't look like he's throwing the football hard and it's just a flick of the wrist and it's 40 yards and it's there in one second. That's what you got to see uh, with the freshman. And you know the the, the future is bright. Um, when you look at a true freshman quarterback like that, uh, man, I'm just going to try to keep the vultures away.
0: <laughs> how, how valuable is it to be able to get guys – like that in a quote-unquote real game, a conference game, and to play a whole half. Uh, it, it's it's very important. We've never been able to do it, right? People people did it
1: to us, but we've never been able to do it uh, from. So it speaks to the depth of your program now. It speaks to the recruiting of your program now, and and you can start to say we are at our adolescent years as a program in a recruiting world with scholarships and. Um, and so we, we, we kind of moved through, you know, the toddler stage really fast and <laughs> and now we are a teenager. And so uh, <laughs> that's what that's what it looks like when you have sixty-three scholarships.
0: Hey, we'll go back to your first string quarterback 'cause he did pretty good. Haj Malik Williams is your big South Conference offensive player of the week. Twenty-six for thirty-five, two hundred and forty nine yards. It's his best completive percentage ever when throwing. Over 20 passes, it seems like every week he's putting up a new career high numbers in a career that has been sensational. He just seems to get better every week, and he was pretty darn good to start with. That,
1: that's what's happening. It's, it's the reps. It's the ability to play game after game after game. He understands the offense. He understands his, his playmakers on the offense and how to get them to football. And now he's starting to understand defenses and how— to attack a defense, and that's really where you're starting to see the accuracy of his passes and the completion percentage going up, along with the yards and 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 you know touchdowns, passes that that he threw. Um, man, he's just becoming a, a complete quarterback, and I can't wait to continue to see this man grow into one of those guys that you're going to be talking about for a long time.
0: Coach Hoskins is going to be here later in the show, and he's going to tell us about all his great wide receivers. But, gosh, Ezariah Anderson, all the talent in the world, he he started his career at Iowa State. Oregon wanted him. Mizzou wanted him. But he really, really came up. Seven receptions for 91 yards.
1: in, in, um, in a touchdown um, with that, right? So, That's right. You know, the crazy thing is, Chris, is that me and him was talking at to practice today, and he was like, Coach, it didn't feel like 91 yards, right? I said that's how easy it is, because what well, we call him easy, right <laughs> <laughs> It's how easy it is when you just relax and play and and he's getting comfortable with the offense, he's getting comfortable with a uh, you know playing at the f c s level i th- I think that's a um adjustment that most f b s t um players gotta make and and he's making it now, and I think coach Hoskins is doing a great job of really getting these guys to buy into who they are individually. And then let's train that so you can produce on game day. When you're 6'5", you know, 215, 220 pounds, and, and you can run, um, you become a nightmare for, for defenses. And, and, and we're just trying to get him um, more, more touches so he can dominate the game just like he did on Saturday.
0: You want to talk about uh, someone that can dominate when he gets the ball. Chaney Fitzgerald, your true freshman. Now at the beginning of the year, you told me, say, hey, watch number 89. He's going to be something. When we started, you say, he's going to be out there. And I watched him a little bit, and I thought he's pretty good for a freshman. And then last week, he showed us what he could do. The little shimmy, the little shake. He's got moves. He's got speeds. He caught the ball on what, for most people on the field, would be a 15-yard reception and a first down. He broke him for big touchdown.
1: That's the difference, and he's been hurt the last three weeks. So, he's, he's getting healthy again. So, now guys are starting to see what 89 can bring to the table. And, um, again, he, he's a true freshman, and, you know, he, he's still a puppy. And, and so, so, imagine when this guy begin to, you know, get some age behind him and some size behind him. It's, it's going to be lights out because the guy can run. And if you can run and then you put that body and then you get the confidence because you've been around, you're a veteran, you, you're not going to want to see this young man either in two to three years. Um, it, you know, Chris, if we can throw a guy a one-yard route <laughs> and he can take it to the house for 60, that's the type of players we're looking for.
0: Yeah, no exagger- exaggerations. He caught little outs in and, and was able to break them for big touchdowns, 36 and 27 yards all right we'll go back to a guy that we've heard about for a long time he's the defending player of the year defensively in this conference he's preseason player of the year Brevin Allen he is your all-time tackle for loss leader he did it in style tied a career high tied a Campbell record with three sacks and an interception all of this happened in the first half You didn't even play him in the second half The Beast, Brevin Allen just breaking records left and right.
1: Yes, and it's, you know, we talked about it. We've been talking about it for about three weeks now that he's relaxing. He's now starting to have fun and not pressing to, you know, impress the scouts, the NFL scouts, or impress um, the East-West Shrine Bowl um, committee or the Reese's Senior Bowl committee. He is just now having fun again. And you can see it. And I told you guys that it, it's it's about to continue to roll for, for number nine. And, um, you know, he's a nightmare for offensive linemen. You know, what do you do with him? Do you double team him? Then if you double team him, you know, with a running back or a tight end, then they can't get in the routes. And then that makes your offense even, you know, weaker because you don't have that, that many threats out there. And, and that's what he does to – the secondary is he's able to now take pressure off of them because of the fact that they got to use multiple people to block him. And then, um, you know, at the end of the day, if they don't do that, it's going to get to your quarterback, and, and he's going to be there all day long. And And, man, what a great day for him. Defensive end, three sacks, and then, like you said, the pick. It was a beautiful pick, by the way, diving up for the ball and catching it. You know, most defensive linemen they're going to drop that every time. Mm-hmm. Great athlete.
0: Your defense allowing 188 total yards, 105 coming on just two big plays. Eight yards rushing is what your guys gave up. Incredible. That that
1: you know, I I can't even you know think of that, right? Like <laughs> right. Eight, I mean, who I did, had to read it again right. when I saw it. And keep <laughs> like it. eight yards in um, a whole game of rushing—that that's unbelievable. So just great effort of the guys up front because it's really about the D-line and the linebackers making making that happen uh, as far as the run game is concerned. And that's been a bugaboo for us, as you know. Um, how do we defend the run? Last year, I think these guys went over like 200 yards against us, the same football team, um, same running back and everything. And, and um, for us to hold them to eight yards, man, just an unbelievable effort. Um, I thought the other thing, Chris, was – um, they was zero for 13 on third downs. If you zero for 13 on third downs, that that again, that's almost unheard of. I'm I i do not think I've ever heard I, one for 13, but zero for 13, and then zero for one. So really zero for 14 on third and fourth down. That's just an unbelievable day. Um, by the defense.
0: Just incredible in your offense, 516 total yards. That marked 400 yards of total offense for the fourth straight inning. Not only the three wins at home, two against conference opponents, one against a team receiving votes, but that streak started against East Carolina. And <laughs> Say that again, against who?
1: <laughs> right? The offense has been on fire. Yeah. Um, these guys are starting to really truly understand who they are and how to attack with the weapons that they have and as you can see every game one of the receivers it's a different receiver every game you know Jalen and and East Carolina um then you had height the the week before with with Charleston Southern and um you know I I don't know who who was the the leader um you know in that game that that we played with Central I I forgot who it was and then then you get Chaney and then you you have Ezra Rye. So, You're right. It, it,
0: it seems to have been a different guy each time, especially when we're talking about the wide receivers, and that's tough to cover. It really is. It was Julian
1: against Central. So, everybody is eating um, and having fun and making plays, um, you know, when you talk about the passing game. So, again, it shows you the depth of the team. It shows you also
0: that the quarterback is going to take what the defense gives you. Speaking of having fun, now now this isn't a 60 Minutes interview, but coming <laughs> up after the break, uh, we're going to talk to our own former um, NFL secondary member and NFC champion and talk a little bit about the big one coming up. Campbell travels to Jackson State 3 o'clock this Saturday to take on the number six team in the country and their high-profile coach. We have a lot to talk about when we come back. Stick around. Camel Call Live continues after this.
2: Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded more than a half dozen championship-level facility projects. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund several new projects, including a new Gore Arena sports medicine facility. For more information, go to gocamels.com and click the Give button. Thanks for supporting the Fighting Camel Club.
3: Hi, Campbell fans! I'm Christy Yarbrough with REMAX United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects staging and prepping your home for sale or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs visit my website for more information at christyy.remaxagent.com go camels
2: planning a tailgate then it's bow time bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate no matter how many fans you're trying to feed there's the original tailgate the super tailgate and for a really big crowd the jumbo tailgate special and if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Better ingredients, better pizza,
4: better brace yourself, because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls. No crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love, baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats, all covered in melty cheese and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo and Garden Veggie, or get creative and build your own. Papa John's.
5: Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Matami HOMES FOCUSES ON WHAT YOU VALUE MOST, WITH DIFFERENT DESIGNS, STYLES, AND FINISHES CRAFTED TO WORK WITHIN YOUR BUDGET. THAT'S WHY WE'RE RANKED FIRST IN QUALITY, VALUE, AND CUSTOMER SATISFACTION. BUT WE DON'T JUST BUILD HOMES. WE CREATE COMMUNITIES WITH INSTANT APPEAL AND ENDURING VALUE. SEE WHAT WE'RE BUILDING AROUND Raleigh PLACES YOU'LL BE PROUD TO CALL HOME. VISIT MADAMEHOMES.COM AND SEE FOR YOURSELF.
0: Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. We're here every Monday, 6.30 to 7.30. If you miss any of the show, if you want to hear some more, we always drop the uh, recorded version of this in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts, also on YouTube. It'll be at uh, noon tomorrow. We're talking about the Red Hot Camels, 4-2 and 2 overall, winners of 3-0, and 2-0 in the Big South Conference. And, Coach, you will step out of conference and go a long way from home. Jackson, Mississippi ain't close, but you'll have a big game as you are the homecoming opponent for the sixth-ranked team in all of FCS, Jackson State. And, of course, Jackson State is a team that people around here and around the nation are getting to know because Deion Sanders is their head coach. His son is their quarterback. And what a challenge, what an opportunity for your team coming up this week?
1: Well, Chris, it's a, it's a um, big game as far as it, it's, it's, you know, we've we never been to Mississippi. And so we get to go introduce the camels to Mississippi. And I think that's a, a, a really great thing for the brand of Campbell University. And so that's why it's a big game because we get a chance to go to another state. Um, the, the other thing is, is, I mean, come on, man, we're talking about the I call him the Godfather of defensive back play, and he, you know, when you talk about Mount Rushmore, you're talking about he number one, okay, and um, and so you it's nothing but love and respect um, when you talk about um, you know Coach Prime and what he's doing and building um, in these young men in the HBCU uh, program. I, you know, it's it's just an unbelievable thing that he's doing, and they playing like he played, right? He played with confidence. He played with poise. Um, he let you know what he was going to do to you, and he go do it. And and I believe their football team reflects, you know, the greatness that he played with and um, that he coached with. And, and so it's going to be a tough outing for us, And uh, but it's going to be fun. they they very athletic. They got guys all over the football field um, who wouldn't want to go play for um, like i said man the the greatest man that ever done it, and probably the greatest athlete that ever did it because he was able to play a baseball game at you know and a football game at he, the same he, time he,
0: he took that helicopter <laughs> that's the, the that's the thing i think I think some people forget that one brother he was in an all star in in both sports, and if he you know it, it's it's just amazing what what he could do and again for for him to to do that at the school that he's doing at right now. Um, when it's an NFL fraternity, of course, how much has have your paths uh, crossed when you were playing, and then since you've been playing, you guys are both following the same paths—NFL starters who are who are coaching Division One football teams. Yeah, no, I,
1: you know our paths didn't cross that much um, because when we played Dallas the year that he was there, um, he didn't play; he was he was injured, and and so he didn't get to get a chance to play um, that game. And then I believe. Um, when we played Baltimore, um, he was injured to, and, and didn't get to play that game. So, because I would have saw him because he would have played receiver too. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he was playing all kind of different positions yep. um, because he was that good. And so, um, and that was later on because he's much older than I am. And and, and so, no, our path ha- hasn't crossed that much. Um, and, you know, I, I was the type of guy that, whoever play with me is who I talk to. Yeah. Right. So I, I I wasn't a socializer where I was, you know, socializing with everybody that's in the National Football League. But again, man, I it's it's nothing but respect and, and um love for for um what Prime is doing over there and and um man, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing to see um another black coach being able to rise up um not only Jackson State, but also the SWAC and HBCU football, man. All that stuff means something. And and it's important, uh, you know, for us to acknowledge what what he's doing there and the profile that he's bringing there with his son. Well, I should say with his sons because the other one is the starting safety for them, um, number 21. And then, of course, everybody know number two, the quarterback, who's an unbelievable quarterback, right? Um, when they say he should be up for the Heisman, it's it's the real deal. He he should be up for the true Heisman because this guy can play at any school, at any level, and he's taking Jackson State to a whole other, um, you know, level with, with how he's playing. And he's the heart and soul of the team. And so, in order for us to go in there and and win the game, uh, we, we, we're going to have to be able to make
0: number two um, be normal <laughs> if you can do that. Coach, when you look at them on tape, you see an offense that looks a whole lot like you guys, formation-wise, what they're doing, the, the, the motions, and again, a talented quarterback that makes it all go. Do, do you see the same thing? How, how is their offense like yours and vice versa? Well, they
1: tempo too. Um, you, you know, I get a printout of how fast teams play. And our tempo, it's one to five, that's how they rate you. One being very slow, five being very fast. And both of us are rated at four. So I know how fast they're going if they rated at the same um, speed and pace that we play. Um, so that's going to be different. And and um, to your point, the, the difference is we're going to run the football. Okay, um, they they don't run the football as much. They they seventy thirty pass to 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 run, and we sixty forty run the pass. And so that's the difference in our offenses. Um, is is we're going to run the ball and we're going to make you deal with all that beef up front that we have, and um, and and they they want to throw the ball around because they got athletes everywhere at receiver at running back who can come out the backfield. Tight end is really good, um, and and I believe their offensive line is kind of really tailor made to um, you know protect um, you know. Sanders, <laughs> and, and, and I think that's, that's how they built it. What do you see when you take a look at their defense? Their defense is number one in every category that's out there. So if you look at any category that's important as far as defense is concerned, they number one in it, okay? Uh, they fly around. They come in after of you. They're going to want to create havoc. Um, they, they, they're going to smother the line of scrimmage, and then they're going to man you up and they're going to say, beat us, okay? Can you handle the pressure that we're sending, and can you win outside one-on-one for 60 minutes? And they say you can't do it, and that's really what they're doing. And, um, but, again, that's, that's Dion. That's how he played, right? <laughs> he, he played that way. I'm going to man you up this side of the field. You can't throw the football to. And, and that's, how they, that's how they play. That's how they come out with confidence um, as DBs. And they they rush the quarterback because the quarterback don't have anywhere to throw, <laughs> and and so the rush now can get there, and and that's you know that's what they're gonna see um, you know come come Saturday. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. I, I can tell you this is that um, I think our guys are looking forward to it because of um, the talent that they have, and we want to get back on that stage because we play ECU, we play William Mary.
0: Um, we think we better because of that, and and now we get a chance to see how much. Two years ago, they had the number one recruiting class in all of FCS. Last year, you had the number one recruiting class in all of FCS. When you think of it that way, what this means to recruit this games and everything. How do you balance between the fact this is a big opportunity to beat a top ten ranked team and get your team into the rankings for the first time in history? How do you balance that with it's just another game and Boy, this is a big game.
1: Well, you know what? You just stay in the process, Chris. Really, at the end of the day, life is about process. And um, what we've been saying is you got to chop wood and, and carry water all day, every day. No matter what you decide to do in life, that's what you got to be in life. You got to be a person that says, I'm going to do the little things at a very, very high level, no matter what i'm doing and no matter how high i get in what i'm doing right so um the level doesn't change the process and that's what we do we just gonna stay in the process man this this is week um seven week week um eight something like that and, and we just gonna stay in the process of what we do on monday and what we do on Tuesday, what we do on Wednesday, and it has nothing to do with who we playing on Saturday. We just stand in the process of building ourselves, and, and I think that's what we do that keeps you from the distractions of everything else that's going out in the world of football and this. It's a big game, and man, look, let's, let's chop wood and carry water, and we'll, we'll um, you know let the dust settle on Saturday, and we'll see what happens.
0: After three straight home games when you went 3-0, and you're carrying water a long way. It ain't easy to get from Bowie's Creek to Jackson, Mississippi, as we said. Of course, you guys do not travel like most FCS teams. You'll go up to Raleigh. You'll get on a charter flight through a private airport. You'll go to Jackson, get off and do it. So it's as easy as a long trip can be. But what are the challenges of moving your team halfway across the country?
1: Well, um, you know, let's give kudos out to our DFO. Katie Knight, um, she does a great job for us, and and, and um, has been for a long time. Has been for yep. a long time, man. She she is top notch, and and um, so we're gonna give her some love tonight because we can't get it done without without yeah. her. So we, she's moving 200 people across the you know the country, and um, operations gotta run at a high level. So I I tell I tell her that when your job is great is when nobody noticed that we have just did what you just said, (laughs) (laughs) right? They just act like it just fell out the sky and everything is perfect. And I said, that's when we've done a great job with that. So our job is to make sure that everything is the same, Chris. So it's no distraction to how hard it is to move a football team, um, you know, that, that far and, and to keep it as normal as, as possible. So, um, again, we, we, we're going to be ready for that, and um, we've done it, to your point. If, if you travel the way we travel, it makes life a whole lot easier. So, again, you've got to give kudos to the president, uh, Dr. Creed, and you also got to give that to our new athletic director, and Hannah Baysmore. So, these guys give us support. They give us what we need so we can travel
0: first class. It will be a fun one. Coming up, Campbell takes on top-ranked Jackson State in the top ten, six and one, poll, nine in the other in Jackson, Mississippi, three o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock Central. It'll be on ESPN Plus. We'll have radio coverage as well. That'll do it for our visit with Campbell head coach Mike Minner. But stick around. We're not only giving away a four-pack of tickets to the final home game of the year, We're going to talk to two of the offensive coaches to tell us more about this role that the Campbell O has been on. Three straight wins and a date with the top 10 team. We'll be back with more Campbell Call coming up after the break from the county seat. This is Campbell Call Live. Since
2: 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded more than a half-dozen championship-level facility projects. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund several new projects, including a new Gore Arena sports medicine facility. For more information, go to gocamels.com and click the Give button. Thanks for supporting the Fighting Camel Club.
3: Hi Campbell fans! I'm Christy Yarbrough with REMAX United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects, staging and prepping your home for sale, or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs. Visit my website for more information at christy.remaxagent.com. Go Camels!
2: Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time! Bowjangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supremes tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin filets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special and go. It's bow time.
4: Better ingredients, better pizza, better brace yourself because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls, no crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love, baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats, all covered in melty cheese and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo and Garden Veggie, or get creative and build your own Papa John's.
5: Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Matami Homes focuses on what you value most with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes, we create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit MatamiHomes.com and see for yourself.
0: Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. Thank you for joining us the second half hour of Camel Call Live. Every time we have a show, we give away some great prizes. If you are here in person, we are here every Monday from 6.30 to 7.30. Now, Campbell will be on the road for the next three weeks, but the final home game of the season, it's Senior Day, it's Parents' Day, it's the North Carolina Barbecue Bowl as Campbell will try to defend their Barbecue Bowl title against their rivals from the other side of the state, Gardner-Webb. That's a 1 o'clock game on November 12th, and we are giving away a four-pack of tickets and parking. So get your raffle tickets out, and the winner of the four-pack and parking is 625-632. 625-632. We have a winner. Back there in the back. Thanks again, and um, it is a pleasure, Famika and I. Did I say that right for a uh, for, for a Mainlander, or did I put a uh, or, or did I put a Missouri accent on at that time?
6: Uh, you got an accent on it, but it close enough. I'll okay. take it. You're in the range.
0: Well, Coach, you are an offensive line coach and one of the newer coaches here at Campbell. And first of all, you inherited a lot of beef as as Coach Miner has, but you have really quickly. Melded them into an outstanding unit, four straight games of 400 plus yards of, of total offense. What can you tell me about your squad?
6: Um, well, it's, a, it's a, a group of resilient uh, young men. Um, I think, uh, you know, what I was tasked to do in coming here was to help establish uh, a culture of. Uh, uh, a level of play uh, out of that group that uh, would allow us to control the line of scrimmage. Um, and I think, uh, you know, these, these kids have really taken to uh, that approach, certainly. And um, um, they're, they're thriving in the process of, of becoming that uh, as we uh, try uh, every day to uh, get closer to that deal.
0: Every unit on a football team has to work together, but the offensive line literally has to move as one tell me about the trust the relationship the ability these guys have to have to do something like that
6: well that's uh the offensive line is its own uh, its own world and um uh if one guy messes up uh the other four um have got to figure it out to um, get that thing back on track But. Uh, uh, one guy really pulls the weight uh, of the other four, and when it's not in sync, um, that deal gets exposed uh, very quickly. So it, it is its own deal uh, because um, uh, different from the quarterback position, running back position, receiver position, uh, my guys, it's, 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 uh, it's almost like synchronized swimming. Uh, you know, and uh, my group has to be uh, on the same page at all times, or else uh, the uh, the thing doesn't go
0: offensive lineman synchronized swimming you have put this uh, you have put this picture in in <laughs> into my head and I think we might have to might have to try to do a funny video with that in the offseason coach
6: oh yeah there's a lot of content <laughs> there with uh, you know five five <laughs> fat guys uh, running around there's there's a lot of stuff you can pull from in that deal
0: hey tell me about these five guys go go through and, and tell me about what makes each one special this uh, this fantastic unit you have
6: uh well uh I think they're they're all the same uh, in the the mentality, which I really like. Um, But they all – and that's the beautiful part about offensive line. It has five different personalities, and they've all got to figure out how all uh, different personalities morph into one deal. And uh, that is a challenge in and of itself. Uh, But it makes the job much easier when uh, the five guys are like-minded in in what they want uh, out of the thing. Um, but they're all different, uh, as we said. I'll start with uh, my right tackle, who is uh, done for the year, uh, Tyler McClellan. Um, you know, uh, between him and, and uh, uh, Burt, you know, they're kind of the grandpas of the, of the room. <laughs> uh, been here a long time. Um, but uh, Tyler, um, the sort of uh, Captain America deal. Um uh, did everything right uh, the right way, uh, motivated the group to to come along and um, uh, was uh, really took ownership of of uh, what our offensive line unit is. Um, you know, right next to him is uh, Isaiah birch, um, who you know is kind of gravitating towards a free meal um, right here in front of me uh, <laughs> as any normal o lineman would. Um, but um, you know. Um, Birch brings a lot of leadership and consistency to our, our room. Uh, he's a guy that uh, the young guys um, listen to really enjoy being around because he leads that way. Um, he's overcome a lot uh, to be on the field and, and now not only is he on the field, um, you know, he's, he's uh, taking over that leadership role, um, a lot of fun to be around. Uh, my center is uh, Juan. Claro's uh, and uh, Juan is uh, um, sort of that firecracker dude um, but at the same time he, he does have the ability to get uh, the other four on the same page um, and as fast as we're going um, he's really had to elevate his uh, you know comprehension and, and cognitive ability to get uh, the other four going um, uh, but uh, Juan you know he, he uh, effort guy plays with a lot of effort Um you know, he's, he's been playing with the club now, geez, I think, for a month uh, with a broken hand, and uh, he's, he hasn't dropped off. So that kind of tells you all you need to know about him. Uh, my left guard spot, um, Quincy Jenkins, uh, he played uh, in, in a number of roles last year uh, for this group, but uh, we kind of solidified him into one spot, which has been good for him uh, to continue his development. And uh, he's really... Um, uh, working back from an injury which puts him a, a week or two behind the other guys but he's done a really good job uh, of making that transition um, a lot faster because I've thrown him in the fire in that deal and um, um, you know I don't have a, a whole lot of time for um, uh, affirmations and things like that so he's really doing a great job uh, getting uh, acclimated to the the other four and, and things like that and then uh, uh, back on the other end is uh, Big Mike Edwards. Um, you know, it's quiet guy. He leads by example, um, uh, but uh, you know that guy just uh, moves mountains. Um, he is a mountain, <laughs> and uh, and um, he just does a great job um bringing that that value to our room um, as far as trying to establish the culture of, of controlling the line of scrimmage and the run game and. Um, you know, protecting the quarterback. So that's, uh, that's those five guys and um, they've done a great job.
0: Yeah, and, and we heard it right there. You'll never make this excuse, Coach, because that's not what you do, but uh, you haven't been a fully healthy uh, offensive line all year and, and, and still getting it done like you do. Let's talk a little bit about you. You know a lot about offensive line because you are an offensive lineman at, at BYU, a special place, a storied program full of tons of history. What was it like uh, being in a football program like that?
6: Um, well, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was kind of like uh, you know you, you wake up and you go play college football at BYU. And my family, my grandfather played there, uh, my dad played there, uh, my uncles played there, um, my cousins played there, all types of stuff. So it that's uh, just something I knew I wanted to be uh, in that uh, legacy early uh, in, in my. Uh, football career, um, so it was a lot of fun for me, uh, played with a quarterback uh, named Taysom Hill, It um, was a lot of fun to block for, um, and just played with a really close group that, uh, um, you know, epitomizes what uh, what it is to be an old lineman, um, with the mentality, and, you know, that stuff, uh, football-wise, I learned there, you know, and... and uh, that whole culture, that whole dynamic, and, and uh, playing for uh, uh, Mark. Mark Weber uh, was my offensive line coach. Um, phenomenal coach, and uh, it was just. Uh, sort of the, you know, I fit the deal, uh, my personality of being in O-lineman. So it was just, you know, it just all, it was what it was, it was a lot of fun, and it was uh, great to be a part of that legacy.
0: You had those family ties, that legacy from BYU, a family ties that start um, in the great state of Hawaii. You grew up on the, uh, on the island of Oahu. What was it like uh, growing up um, that far away from everything on, on one of the most beautiful islands in the world?
6: Well, um, uh, born in Hawaii, but I was actually, we bounced around a lot, Um, but my dad's been uh, doing this for a long time, and um, in in doing so, uh, home base was always Hawaii, right, Uh, but uh, college football um, afforded uh, our family to uh, visit a number of places, and, and be in a number of Uh, different parts of the country which was really good for uh, our family Uh, you know being involved in college football is hard Um, but uh, you know that aspect was really um, good for me especially when I I knew that this was what I wanted to do um, because I was able to um, really adapt to my surroundings Uh, and, and certainly you know coming here um, to the East Coast, where my wife, uh, who's uh, born and raised in Hawaii as well, uh, have no connections, but uh, man, this place has been awesome. Um, uh, the university's been awesome. The people that I've been able to get to know at, at, uh, at uh, Campbell have been great. And so the th- th- things like that, helping uh, us adapt to those things, all play a factor in, in our ability to, uh, to move around, and certainly that happened uh, from, from growing up. So... Um, that's you know kind of on, the, on that deal.
0: Well, Coach, thank you so much for being here. Aloha. We Aloha. appreciate that you're here. That's Famika and I. He is our offensive line coach. We will take a break, and when we come back after the break, we talk some wide receivers with Malik Hoskins coming up after this. This is Camel Call Live.
5: into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime, perfect for your family at every stage. Matami Homes focuses on what you value most, with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes, we create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit Mattamyhomes.com and see for yourself.
0: Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded championship-level facility projects such as the EECS Athletics Complex renovation for camel soccer and a new strength and conditioning space inside Gore Arena. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund a new sports medicine facility, a new locker room for women's basketball, and a new digital media lab for athletes to work on their personal brands. Providing championship resources for Campbell student-athletes, that's the mission of the Fighting Camel Club. For more information, go to gocamel.com and click on the give button
2: planning a tailgate then it's bow time bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate no matter how many fans you're trying to feed there's the original tailgate the super tailgate and for a really big crowd the jumbo tailgate special and if you like your chicken off the bone choose the supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets so grab the tickets get that bojangles tailgate special and go It's bow time.
0: Welcome back to Camel Call Live, our final segment here. We are live in downtown Lillington, North Carolina, just a couple minutes from campus. Come and see us anytime. This is the place to go for food, for drink, to watch all the games and to watch all your Campbell games as well. Campbell taking on top-10-ranked Jackson State coming up this Saturday, 3 o'clock. It will be on ESPN+. Plus, On the Varsity Network app and through GoCamels, we'll have live radio coverage for you. The Campbell offense has been red hot and wide receiver coach Malik Hoskins in his first year uh, with the Camels is here to talk more about that. He's been a former head coach most recently at Lincoln University. And, and Coach, you came into this program and and inherited a, a deep room of wide receivers who have gotten better each and every week. What can you say about your group?
7: Yeah, you're, you're right. Very deep room. Uh, I think the biggest thing with – with with that particular group was getting them to buy in because uh if you look at the roster you've got you know arguably seven eight guys that that can potentially start so it's about um managing egos uh and and making sure that we're supporting one another uh and making sure that any time that we step on the field and you get an opportunity to to make a play, you got to cash in on that play because there are several guys standing on that sideline chumming at the bit to get
0: in. Well, and that's the thing, too, that, that Coach Minter said, you know, just in this three-game homestand, a different wide receiver or two or three has stepped up for you in every game, and that's got to be a nightmare for opposing defensive coordinators.
7: Yeah, I mean, and it, it's, it's hard to um, to focus on one guy when you have so many that's uh, capable of, of making a play at, at any time. Um, So, it's again, it's it's more on what we do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday uh, to get them in the mindset that, you know, it's going to be somebody different for the most part uh, each Saturday. Uh, And I think they've done a really good job of buying into the team concept uh, and being the best that, you know, the unit can be, which is making the offense better, which in turn is making the team better.
0: Coach, talk about um, the decision for you to come all the way out here to Buies Creek, North Carolina, and to become a, a member of, of Coach Minter's staff.
7: Um, a lot of respect for uh, Coach Minter. Uh, knew some, uh, some of his previous staff members. Uh, and, you know, the, the way that they talked about him, you know, when we had conversations, the respect that they had for him. Um, and, you know, I've, I've kept up with Campbell for the past five or six years, and you know, I've coached Division II football since, two, since 2008, uh, and the goal was to coach Division I football. Uh, and this was just an opportunity um, for me to, to jump aboard uh, and be a part of something special. Um, you know, having been a head coach before, I know what I'm looking at uh, for the most part. And as soon as I walked in and had a conversation with Coach Minner, I knew what, I was in the right place.
0: How fun is it to have a coaching staff that's made up of former NFL guys, great college players, and then there are some former head coaches on the staff that you don't see? That's that's a heck of a makeup when you all guys get together in the conference room, isn't it?
7: Yeah, it's in, nothing beats experience, uh, whether it's experience by coaching or experience by playing, um, and you just you just you've got a room full of professionals. Um, and, you know, they're not only professionals that, you know, as far as playing in the NFL or being head coaches, they're just professional men. Uh, they know how to go about their daily business and keeping um, the main thing the main thing and not allowing egos to, to get in the way of the success of what we're trying to build here at Campbell.
0: You can give us a very special perspective, not only the X's and O's, which we'll get into, in an incredible team and in top ten ranked Jackson State your next opponent but you grew up as you told me before the show 50 miles from Jackson Mississippi the capital of Mississippi where Jackson State is what can you tell us about that area that program uh, that city
7: I tell you what that they they bleed blue um, you know the Jacksonians are are fans that believe in in, in what Jackson State is about um, and the fact that Coach Prime has come in and, and uplifted. Uh, a a tradition-rich program. It's it, it's good to see for uh, not only for the Jackson area, just but for the state of Mississippi. Um, you know, the state itself needed a shot in the arm, uh, and he's come in and he's done that. And, and you know, there's a lot of excitement across the country about about what he's doing. So you know, I, I'm proud of what he's brought to the state. Uh, I'm proud of what he's brought to um, today, not only that university, but the notoriety and that he's brought to all HBCUs. So um, just being a, 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 a young man that that grew up in small town Mississippi, um, grew up going to uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium and and watching Jackson State play. It, it means a lot um, for the positive things that are being shown for, as far as Mississippi is concerned. Because you know it, there's a, there's a lot of negative connotation which comes out when you when you when you think about Mississippi, but um, there are a lot of good things about my great state. And, um, you know, Coach Prime is doing a great job of shining that light on the positive things.
0: Well, uh, a lot of positive things is, is this stadium. It's old, it's big, but the atmosphere, many have told me, especially when it's going to be homecoming. You guys are a homecoming opponent. Hopefully we'll, we'll spoil the, the party. But what can we expect atmosphere-wise on game day?
7: It's going to be electric. Um, it's, we, we can People can tell you how it's gonna be, but it's not gonna do it justice until you step foot in there and you see, um, you know, 55, 60,000 people and the pom poms are going and the band is coming in, they're blowing, they're gonna play from the time that they walk in to the time that they walk out. Uh, It's an electric college football atmosphere Um, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. Um, This will be the first opportunity for me to go coach a college football game. In the state of Mississippi, so now I have wow. um, family and friends that are ab- that are able to come and and put their eye on something I've been doing for for 25 years
0: now. The uh, the the pass list will be full for Coach Hoskins, of course, uh, our wide receiver coach. All right, let's get to the X's and O's on the field, away from the atmosphere of Coach Coach Prime in the secondary. So you know he uh, he has a big firm hand on on that unit and that's the unit that your guys are going to have to go up against what do you see from their defense when you're scheming against them
7: man coach Miller said it earlier um they play with a whole lot of confidence um they play with a lot of speed um they are not afraid to take chances um they're aggressive um they're going to play man to man we know that um our guys just have to be up for the challenge because we won't Um, Outside of ECU and and William & Mary, uh, we wouldn't have seen uh, the type of athlete that these guys are going to put on the field. So uh, we just have to be smart. Um, We have to play within ourselves. Uh, We can't try and be out of body and do too much. Um, The same thing that we've been doing all year, you know, just lean on someone to make a play. Um, this past week it was our true freshman in Chaney Fitzgerald where he just took a fast screen uh, and he took it to the house. Unbelievable. That's that's who we are. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to do anything spectacular. Yeah. Um, if we just be who we are, stay within who we are, within the confines of our offense, good things are going to happen to us. Um, so, but, you know, just talking about Jackson State in that secondary, re- really good group, um, you know, some all Americans, uh high school All American you know, with Hunter being the number one recruit coming out of high school. Um and, and you got some other guys that were highly touted coming out of high school and out of the junior college ranks. And you know, you got Coach Prime's son, uh and you know, back playing safety. So he's been groomed to yep. coach <laughs> <You> know, that <laughs> yeah. defense and that defensive secondary. So it's gonna be a challenge. Yeah. But I'm I'm so looking forward to it because uh you know, if I can, if we can do it against that particular unit, I think we can do it against anybody in the country.
0: You have, obviously, with the wide receivers, they don't go if they don't have a, a pretty good signal caller to, uh, to throw them open, to, to get them when they're open. What is it like with your unit working for such an experienced and talented quarterback like Campbell's Malik Williams?
7: He keeps them calm. Uh, he keeps them grounded, uh, you know, with us being young for the most part, and him having so much experience, he knows where he wants them. Uh, and he, he does a really good job of relaying that to them, uh, and not only to them, to me. You know, we have really good conversations about, you know, how he wants to place the football, where he wants to place the football. Uh, and it took us a while to get there. But now I think he trusts me uh, to get the message across to the receivers. Uh, and I think that's, that's that's paying dividends, especially the last two or three weeks.
0: Coach, you talked about growing up uh, in the shadows of the very proud program that Jackson State was, the long history before Coach Prime got as he is rebuilding that program in his image. But but you were the head coach of a very proud program uh, back in the neck of the woods where I'm from, my home state of Missouri. I grew up 30. Uh, minutes away from where you were last head coach at at Lincoln University. Talk about Lincoln University and uh, and being there in Central Missouri.
7: It was it was a great experience. Um, I had an opportunity to 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 lead a once prior rich program uh, program. Uh, you know, and it it didn't it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. Um, you know, and they you know they still they're still having those issues. But I think they have a president now who truly understands. Yep. Um, what it's going to take in order for not only football but for that entire athletic program to be successful. I mean, he he was uh, just a few years ago the head men's basketball coach and and athletic director um, and and Dr. John Mosley. So um, I look forward to seeing them prosper here in the near future because, um, you know, Jefferson City, Missouri, and Lincoln, uh, and your old stomach stomach grounds, Columbia, Missouri, and and with Mizzou, um, those that that – that community is starving for something really good to happen, and I think it's just a matter of time.
0: Yeah, and uh, the winter's a little better here in North Carolina, <laughs> indeed.
7: <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Being from small-town Mississippi and and, and moving to Missouri and having to deal with snow yeah. and ice, and, and it's gray from, you know, November until April. You know, right? <laughs> it it's is, gray
0: for so long.
7: Yeah, it was truly an adjustment. <laughs>
0: You haven't been here that long. I've been here for 20 years. We, we hope we can keep you around for a long time because this is a great place. He is the wide receivers coach, Malik Hoskins. He and his offense, who have gained over 400 yards of total offense the last four games, will take on a top-10-ranked Jackson State team. That is coming up the first of three road games. Campbell will be at Jackson State coming up. This Saturday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. You can listen to us for free on the Varsity Sports Network app. Pre-game show, the Bojangles. Countdown to kickoff starts at 2.45. For Coach Hoskins, Coach and I, Coach Minner, I'm Chris Hameyer, saying so long. Your Campbell Camels have won three in a row, taking on top ten Jackson State this Saturday. <laughs> Good night, everybody.